Hello everybody, welcome back to Elder Geeks Game Club. This is episode number 13. My name is Steve Wilkinson, and with me on the horn here is Phil Summers. Phil, how you doing tonight? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, and of course we have Randy, owner, editor, chief man in charge at eldergeek.com. Randy, how you doing? Howdy, I am doing well. That is good to hear. Randy's uh, streaming right now live, playing the game that we're talking about this week on the Game Club. It's Act Razor. And uh, this was uh, kind of an interesting uh, time, sort of, for us with the Game Club, because this, I believe, was our first shutout. Um, as you all know, uh, what we do is we pick two games. We have the community vote, and uh, then we go ahead and play the game for a couple weeks and uh, do this podcast where we talk about it. Um, and this time around, we had Act Razor and Super Turrican 2. And Act Razor won by a shutout. Um, which I don't think has happened in since we started doing this podcast. Uh, no. Am I wrong? No, it's too it's no no love for Super Terrican too. I you know <laughs> I think I think Act Razor just kind of has that kind of classic, like people are aware of it, right? And, and it's got notoriety, whereas probably a lot of people were like, "What the hell?" I, I to be honest, I had not even really heard of Super Terrican too. Have you even just heard of Super Turrican or just Turrican? No. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a lot of Turricans. I, yeah. I was completely, I had no idea. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't know. Um, we would have been on, like, a shooter rampage if Turrican would have won, though. That's yeah. true, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would have been. true. And, and But we may be on the shooter rampage <laughs> again. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later in the show. We'll see. <laughs> So yes, this is the game club, and uh, this time around we played Act Razor, the uh, classic Super Nintendo game. Um, we have a little bit of history here, uh, so we'll let Phil take it away. Sure. So Act Razor was um, released in 1990 for the. Uh, that can't be right. That must be in Japan that date. No, yeah, no, that was that no, was that was 1991. Is the uh, is the copyright date on the front of the game? Uh, I believe it said it was released in the U.S. in 1990. I could be wrong, but I, I thought that was... Yeah, because SNES didn't come out until 91. So. Oh, all right, well. Had to be 91. But regardless, uh, <laughs> came out. It was developed by Quintet um, and published by Annex. Uh, so Quintet, they're known for ActRaiser, and they have what they call the um, Soul Blazer trilogy, something they're known for. Sorry, Steve, I know this isn't in the notes, but I, I feel like I should going a little run wild uh, man run wild yeah um so they also had other, another snes game called soul blazer which a lot of people like it's kind of zelda ish uh and then they had another one called illusion of gaia and then they finally had one called terranigma which actually was released in europe and it never came to america and it's one of those games that like because of emulators it kind of became well known and it's just you know it's kind of taken off kind of like how like Everybody kind of like discovered River City Ransom like twenty, you know, twenty years after the fact, thanks to emulators. Mm -hmm. So uh, people really like that one. Uh, the games have those games have nothing to do with each other, but they're I guess kind of similar, and they're just like an overhead like action type game. Uh, so that's basically what they did, and that was it. And they kind of just disappeared. Uh, but they're a pretty like quality company, so it's just strange that. That is what happened to them after the SNES era. They just kind of that was it. They couldn't they couldn't make the jump to 3D. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, mean, I don't they know. Like a couple, they, <laughs> no, I mean, that was, that was be, complete bullshit. I don't. It, know. It, it could be true, man. Maybe it just you know <laughs> they, they couldn't do it for whatever reason. 
So uh, Nate's correcting me saying uh, when I said the thing about River City Ransom, how he played it when he was a kid. I also played it when I was a kid, but supposedly, like, I don't know. People discovered that game. We're rare, Nate. We, a lot of us don't exist, apparently. Did you guys play that a lot? When River City it? Ransom? I mean, I, I played it. Yeah, I remember playing it on on, on the, uh, I guess, on, on the, the original NES. Nintendo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. yeah I, I don't. And I, I remember, actually, that was like one of those games I I, I distinctly remember like coming in from like the swimming pool as a kid and playing that game. <laughs> and it was like one of those games you would come inside, you'd play the shit out of it until you were dry. And then you run back out and play, you know, and swim right. some more and then go back in and interesting. Though, and interesting that you mentioned that it kind of found notoriety with ROMs because I vaguely remember playing like kind of like a hacked someone. Some, I think it was river city ransom. Someone did like a hacked version of the game as a ROM. <laughs> and basically like you were walking around with like dicks in your hands and stuff like that, oh, God. like beating each other up, uh, with them. I, I think it was actually your brother, Jim, who might've sent it to me. And, and, uh, I, I remember sitting in my cubicle at work, playing it on a, on an emulator on like a, on a Mac G3. Wow. <laughs> it was your family's influence that. Yeah, well, of course, of course. Um, <laughs> so let, let, we'll get back on the actuator here. So it's, this cool hybrid game that, I mean, there's nothing else like it. It's a 2D action game, and it's kind of wrapped up into this Sim City type. I wouldn't even say it's like Sim City, but like a Sim type element game, a part of the game. Um, so when it came to the U.S., it was censored. Um, in Japan, you're actually playing. I mean, I think it's fairly obvious, too, when you're playing this. You, you are God. I guess you're actually called God, and the bad guy is called Satan or name Satan, whereas in the U.S. one, your name is the master, and he is Tanzra. I'm saying that right. Yeah. Uh, of course, that was when... Say it, was, it was Stan that we were up against or something. <laughs> <laughs> Stan. So, uh, obviously, that came from the time when Nintendo was pretty hardcore about censoring all sorts of things. So, um, the only other major difference was uh, they kind of made the game a little easier in the U.S. one. Uh, the time goes, um, quick more, it goes quicker in the simulation mode and, um, you know, there's less enemy encounters. Uh, there's actually, when you complete the game in the U S version, it unlocks a professional mode and that's like the Japanese versions regular mode. I don't, I guess they don't have like a professional mode. It's weird because at that time they were even dumbing down games for us too. Because if you remember, uh, Final Fantasy Two is actually like supposedly really dumbed down from Final Fantasy Four. So hmm. I don't know why they were. I guess they thought we didn't have the patience for these games. <laughs> Whereas don't. now they're easy. <laughs> that? What's that, Randy? I said I don't. I don't have the patience. <laughs> no, I don't really think this is a. Hard, we'll get into it, but I don't think it's a hard game. All right. Uh, so. The, <laughs> Yuzo, our, our man, Yuzo Koshiro, did the music for it, which we featured him before on our uh, Streets of Rage 2 episode. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Actually won an EGM, the best music of 93 in a video game. Uh, the OSTs definitely had its share of uh, releases. There's a symphonic version, which is awesome. I'm not quite sure if Steve and I were debating if they were going to be the songs attached to this episode. So I guess you'll I guess, well... If you're listening to the MP3 of this, you already know what the answer is. Uh, but then there's an original version, and then he actually made one on Soundboard 2, which you know has like that old like Genesis style sound to it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that one's pretty neat. It's just got uh, it's a pretty different sound than sure. than what's in the in the game. Yeah, yeah, it's very different. 
Um, oh, go ahead. I was just going to mention it should also be noted that all the covers of the albums are the same if you look them up on iTunes, and they're all his face, like smiling. Yes. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all, and it's hard to go through them because they're all called like the best of Yuzo uh, Koshiro, and like that the title's so long that when you search it, you just see a bunch of that. And yeah, it's not long enough to see what the actual it, album yeah, is. Yeah, it truncates all the titles, so you can't see what they are when you're looking at them in the normal store right. mode in iTunes. So, yeah, it's like <laughs> you have to click on each one to find out what album it is because they're all the same title, uh, all the same album cover, and yeah, <laughs> they're all the same price. They're all five ninety nine each. <laughs> he, loaded, he loaded that store up, man. <laughs> uh, the game sold about... Uh, six uh, six hundred twenty thousand copies worldwide, which that's pretty good. Lot. Yeah, I think that was. I think uh, the I didn't put the number breakdown in the show notes, but I remember that it, it was heavily leaning on Japan. I think Japan was like four hundred thousand of that, and the rest was split up between the U.S. and Europe. That's still like for the in those days. That's I mean that's definitely a hit. Yeah, yeah. that's nothing like. I, it's funny how that's a hit these days, and I mean those days, and you know. I guess in today's time, it's considered pretty well too to break 500k, right? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I think 500k is yeah absolutely considered a hit for for your average kind of double uh, A title. Yeah, double. Which it was. <laughs> I just coined that uh, term, so I'll be, I'll be trademarking. Like yeah. yeah. Uh, EGM gave it a nine out of ten. And Nintendo Power gave it a. I love I love this score from Nintendo Power. A three point nine five out of five. Like, <laughs> you know, what, happened, what happened? Where the guy was like, oh, it's not quite a four, but I, I don't know. It's not quite a three point nine either. Okay, <laughs> three point nine. Like, the worst. Uh, so anyway, as as we have uh, discussed, it was a success, and we did get a sequel, ActRaiser Two, which. Steve and I both agree is horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, it, is, it kind of rips out the whole sim element to it, so it's just straight up action game. But then the action sequences aren't even as good as the first one, so it's just really it's kind of a wash. It looks it, like the graphics in it like were amazing for their time, and the music's still pretty good, but it's like real slow and clunky, and it's really difficult. But you know that's besides the point. We're not talking about Act Razor Two. Yeah, I was I was a bit heartbroken by Act Razor Two yeah. when I got it. I just remember yeah. being like, "This this is not what what where the hell." My fi- one of my favorite aspects of the game is this is the sim stuff. So right. when I took that out. That kind of sucked. Yeah, I remember when uh, me and my buddy actually uh, John uh, John from the boards, the Schmoozle boards. Uh, he rented it, and I was so pumped to play it. And I remember we like we were both really let down. We didn't even make it far into it because it was, was so difficult. And then I gave it a chance later on, like on emulator, a couple of years later, thinking, well, you know, maybe things have changed, and I think I hated it even more. So, <laughs> yeah, not good.
So, ActRaiser. Steve, you love this game. You know what? I love this game. I mean, <laughs> I don't really know what else to say. No, uh, I, I said last week that this is one of my all-time favorite games, and um, I haven't played it in a really, really long time. Um, uh, there was some debate in when we were playing it during the... Uh, during the live stream as to how long it had actually been and i was mm -hmm. dating myself but it, it was definitely like getting close to like 20 years since i had played the game last uh and part of the reason why i decided to stream it while i played it was because it kind of motivated me to play it a little bit and then <laughs> as i was playing it i actually found that um i just was having so much fun that i i didn't even care about the streaming and i, I kind of stop streaming it because there were just sessions when I wanted to just sit and play it and I didn't want to be distracted, you know? Right. Um, th this game is just, I mean, it, it was just way ahead of its time, for one thing, I think. Um, there was nothing else like this at the time. I don't know that there really is anything. I think certain th games have aspects that are similar to this now, uh, where they, they have a game that's one thing and it has like this kind of, I wouldn't call it a mini game, but it's got like this extra layer to it. Right. Um, and one of the comparisons I made with this game, um, to a more modern game would be, uh, Assassin's Creed 2 reminded, really? reminded me very much of it. Um, because Assassin's Creed 2 had, you know, the whole free worm, free world, uh, game with all the assassination missions and it was an action game, but it also mm -hmm. had this part where you had your, your via villa and, uh, you were building that up. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, so as you played the game, you would earn currency, and then you use it to, like, build up, you know, the, the blacksmith or whatever. And, and I, I thought that was kind of an interesting, uh, uh, you know, the fact that that game has that. And I, it, when I was playing Assassin's Creed 2, uh, you know, a year or two ago, I remember thinking this kind of reminds me of ActRaiser, and it's just kind of oh, funny really? to then come back and play this and be like, oh, shit, it reminds me of uh, Assassin's Creed. Um uh, rambling a little bit there, but, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I can't think of any other game that takes two completely different ideas and genres and, and play styles and, and puts them together I into something that to me works so well together. I mean, the game's not perfect. It's got some clunky stuff and in, in it, and it's certainly, you know, playing it now and, and trying to navigate around using the, the interface, um, right. was, I mean, obviously things have come a long way and, and we were working with a, with a 16 bit system back then. Um, but I think the things that it does, right. It just does, does really, really well. Yeah. And you know what, when I was, when I was younger too, I actually, I thought the action sequences were like the awesome part of the game. And now uh, like playing it now, I actually like the sim sections more, but what, what I really like now that I didn't really understand as a kid was kind of how, or didn't really get how they tied in together. Um, like I like how the action sequences affect the sim parts and the sim affects the action sequences. Um, and Stephen, we were reading a little more and discovered it even how they interact even deeper, like ways we didn't even know when we used to play it as far as like, you know, if you have, if you get like a higher score on the 2d sections, you'll have, you'll be able to rescue more people or in the sim section. Mm, yeah right. yeah and then as a result of that by having more people in your town you then level up higher and then get more health and and uh uh 
so it both yeah it's like all intertwined and yeah as a, you're exactly right as a kid i i didn't really get that either right. um so it it was kind of neat finding that out now right but, i mean i under obviously i understood like yeah my angel gets stronger than my god statue guy also gets stronger mm-hmm. but i didn't understand like how deep like the you know the numbers behind the scenes went Ooh, my game just glitched yeah. what happened you see him like i told my angel to continue building the town and he just decided to you know after i clicked accept he just flew to the right hand side of the screen and was like oh I see there he goes i i had that happen a couple times as well i think it's just really? some, something with the uh with the rom oh. yeah oh yeah i was gonna yeah, say cause... i, I mean I, I should mention, like, I, I played this game through an emulator, which wasn't my first choice. I, I actually purchased the game on the Virtual Console when it came out originally. Um, and then my original, the Wii I bought at launch, broke. And I sent it into Nintendo, and they sent me back a new one. And when I tried to play all the Virtual Console games I had bought previously, it wouldn't let me play them. said that they're tied to another console or, or whatever, you know, whatever the verbiage is that Nintendo uses. So now when I buy new virtual console games, they'll work, but anything previously doesn't work. So that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I was kind of frustrated by that. I guess I could call Nintendo and maybe ha- like talk to someone there and their support thing, and they could probably work it out for right. me, but I just haven't had a chance to do that. So I just, uh, you know, I went, I went that route to play the game right. and, and uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I originally right. started playing it um, using my 360 controller, and uh, the D-pad just was not happening for me at all. So uh, I ended up switching to the PS3 controller and installing some uh, drivers on my computer to let me use that instead. And cool, uh, that, sure was, that worked out much better. Yeah, it was like night and day. As soon as because I, yeah. I was just struggling even to get through the first uh, the first portion of the uh, of Fillmore, the first world. Uh, right. And as soon as I switched to the PS3 controller, it just clicked, and then uh, everything went much smoother there. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, let's talk about the, the action sequences for a second. So, you know, we were talking earlier off, you know, not on not on Game Club. That we, I mean, we pretty much agree that the bosses stink. You know? Oh, yeah. I uh, If it weren't <laughs> for the bosses, I would probably like this game a lot more, to be honest with you. But these, like, the bosses are just punishing. And the, and the worst part is, when a boss kills you, it's not like you spawn just before the boss. They throw you all the way back at the beginning of the level. Right. Well, the bosses, I mean, here's the thing. The bosses suck, and they can be punishing. A lot of them are kind of like, you got to attack faster than the boss, and you just hope you outlive the boss. Yeah. Yeah, you know? it's just a DPS race in most, most right. cases. Right, at least in the beginning. But then when you get magic, you just overpower the shit out of them. Like, the moment you get those comets, you just rain comets down on them, and they're done. That's it. Hmm. You, you kill them in, like, one comet. You know, you, know, you just basically walk in the boss room, and you just shoot the comets at them, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. And I actually forgot about the, the magic in the game for, like, the longest time. I totally forgot that that was even an aspect until I was right. probably on, like, the fourth or fifth uh, <laughs> city. And I'm like... <laughs> And it was funny because as I was playing it and streaming it, I'm like, I keep getting these scrolls. I was like, I can't remember what the hell they're for. Right. And right. then so I looked it up and I'm like, what? You know, and I was like, oh, that's right. You have magic spells that just like lay waste to everything. And I was like, shit. Right. I could have like saved myself so many headaches earlier in the right. game had I remembered that. Which is, again, how like the sim, it's cool how like the sim portion leads into, you know, the 2D portions because, you know, you're finding the scrolls as you're building the town. You find, you know, the villagers give you the magic. As right. you, you know, when you're flying around as the angel. So it's just, yeah, I kind of didn't like, I was getting like the scrolls and the magic and I was kind of lost too for a minute. Cause it's been a while since I played, 
And then I was just like, oh, yeah, wait, I, you know, I activate this shit before I go in the battle. Um, but, yeah, so the bosses kind of suck. But then when at the end of the game, you have to do, like, the boss gauntlet, and that's when you kind of have to get good at them because you only have so much magic and you only have so many lives. Well. But, well, <laughs> yeah, then there's there's also secrets so that you can get more lives each time you start a battle uh, throughout the game as well. Yeah, see, now I was very meticulous, and I, I missed a couple things, which I was kind of bummed about. Um, like, but I sat there and I maxed out all my villages, and I got all the, I did all the little things. So I had, I think going into it, I had six lives at that point, and I was level fifteen or sixteen. So my health bar was just, my health bar was longer than most of the bosses. Um, right. So yeah, I mean, it was really just like I'd go in there to the boss gauntlet and it's six bosses and then you fight Satan or whatever his name is. And, mm -hmm. uh, and he's a two parter boss. So he's got like phase one and then phase two. Um, but like, I basically just to get through the first six, it, I, I would just stand there and just beat the shit out of them. And then, you know, if I died, I died. And, and I think by the time I got to him, I had like three or four lives left. And, mm -hmm. and so, and I had all, all of my magic scrolls left too. So I just kind of cheesed out. Another thing I wanted to mention, another thing I don't like about the bosses so much, um, I mean, this works to your advantage, but it's also kind of crappy, and, and uh, you can pretty much, a lot of the bosses in this game, especially the mini ones, the mini bosses that you fight at the first half of a right. town, you can really glitch them, like, pretty easily, and oh, it's yeah, not even yeah. like you're doing anything terribly, like, uh, tricky to get around it, but, like, there was the one boss, he's like a lion, and... and it kind of the stage kind of reminds me of like uh like Joust or Super Mario Brothers or the original Mario Brothers game with the turtles in the sewer. Right, right. So it's like that, and he kind of jumps up and down on the on the different uh, uh, and lands on the platforms, and he does it in a pattern. So like if you get in a certain spot and you just keep jumping between two platforms, you basically get him stuck in a loop. Right. And he'll just keep doing the same thing over and over again, and you can just kill him really quickly without taking any damage. So once I remembered the, uh, once I remembered how to do that, which it kind of came back to me as mm -hmm. I was, you know, uh, it just was kind of easy. And then there's the other one where you stand on a platform and there's this like water dragon who flies around the room in, yeah, in like an angle. That. There's one platform you can stand on, and he'll pretty much if you crouch, he'll never hit you, and you can just stand there swinging your sword like a maniac, and yeah. you'll and you'll just. You'll just beat them down over over a little while. Yeah, so, yeah. All the bosses kind of have yeah. There's like the, a cheat. There's like a cheesy trick to it, and if you figure right. it out, you can do it without much trouble. And it, uh, all it would be maybe is it might just take you a little longer to do it. Right. But, but it right, like exactly. totally eliminates any like level of frustration. Right. So I'm. I, it's good in a way, but in another way, I'm kind of like, uh, well, that, you know, it's like you peek behind the curtain a little bit, and it just. Right. It, it kind of makes it seem like it wasn't really designed very well at all. No, no, right. And then there, and then the only other thing I have to say about the action stages as well is like the control is a little janky. Like he's a little, uh, he feels a little stiff. And, you know, his, his jumping is a little, little off. But I mean, overall, it's a pretty good action game as far as just like the 2D stages go. I love that he holds his sword like Conan too. I love that too. I, I, <laughs> it's totally I a Conan that. stance. It's I yeah. mean, there's there's no there's no question in it. Yeah, I I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I just love the way he runs around with his sword. Cause like, what other character that has a sword and and games in those times anyway, like ran around with his sword like that? Mm. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty awesome. 
another thing about this game as well is, is I mean, as far as like the the story and and the content of the game, I mean, it it's pretty. Uh, I don't know that I'd say it's heavy, but it's definitely kind of a, a step above. Oh yeah, a lot of what else we were playing at that point in time. I mean, I mean, you, you're playing as God. You never see your you never see your character like really. You never see who you are. You're just yeah. this kind of omnipresent uh, being up in the sky, um, and all of everything you do is by giving commands through this little angel cherub guy during the sim parts, and then during the action parts, you just see like a a, a star come down and it you possess this statue. And it comes to life, and then that's what you play as in the action part. So, uh, right there, I think that that's kind of a neat idea. I mean, yeah. Uh, and then just the whole, like, what you're doing. You know, you're like, you're you're fighting off the monsters, but then you're building up these towns and and helping the people prosper. And you kind of get involved in their lives a little bit. They they actually mm-hmm. spend some time on the writing, uh, and each town has kind of a unique story, which right. which I really liked. Like mm-hmm. uh, the the. One of the towns is about how the, the the son of the of the two people who are are kind of like the the heads of the town, their son runs away, and you got to go try to help them find him. And then what you find out is that you know he didn't really run away; he was just trying to to solve a problem uh, as to why the monsters were attacking them. And uh, right. you know you get you get very involved in each of the stories. It was pretty good writing for the time. Yeah, I agree. One of my favorite ones too is uh, in the desert town. Or no, it's not the desert town. Shit, what what town's the one where the uh, the guy is dying and he's outside the house and you're like, listen, this guy's on his last legs. All he wants you to do is, you know, rain down on him and cry, basically cry on him, you know, so he can have his oh, dying yeah. wish. Wasn't that was that the first town? That might have been the first one. I don't think it's the first town. Is it the guy that dies in the desert? I don't think it's the guy that dies. It is no, because he's dead in the desert, so it's not that town. Um, yeah, I forget, but I, I know shit. which story you're talking I meant about. To, I meant to make a note of it. Yeah, but it's like, it's such a simple thing. So then, like, you just see his two little pixels like laying in front of the uh, in front of the place, and then you just select your rain thing, and then you you know you cry on him, and then he dies, and you're just like, wow, like it's just like kind of like a touching moment for such a simple game. Yeah, and they and they really use the music effectively too. There's that one. There's the one. That's the one with the guy in the desert. Uh, is that the one when you get they they write the music for him yeah. after he dies, and yeah, then they yeah. get they give the town gives you the gift of music, and then one of the town the town you did before that after you've helped them and everything and defeated all the monsters for whatever reason, there's just like, you know, they get into this state of like uh, strife where where right. they're, they're like they're like overworked and they don't feel like building up the town anymore. That's like another thing that happens too is like you can kind of only build a town up so much at first and then they hit some kind of problem and then that problem can only be resolved with something you find in another town right so like right so right. Like the one we're talking about is they get pissed because they're being overworked so they stop then you basically have to move on to the next town and then this guy in the desert dies they have a funeral for him and then they write this piece of music and then you take the piece of music back to the other town play the music for them and they get all perked you know they perk up and continue to build which is funny because the music's actually like pretty depressing stuff. <laughs> I know, I know, really. It's like my favorite track in the game too. I mean, it's so good, especially on the uh, the symphonic version. It's it's the uh, the overworld theme and this the sim theme, and it's that track together. They're the same mm-hmm. same track on there, and it's it's awesome. But yeah, I agree. I love all like the, even the other the uh, the island village. 
has a cool story too where you know there's this temple and they always and they always tell you when they find these things they're like yeah we came across this temple you know some bad shit's coming from it and you know we don't know what to do and you know they're kind of telling you they're afraid of it and then eventually as you know the town progresses you get to a point where they're gone they're not even there anymore so then your angel is he says you know, I, they must be at the temple. I don't know what's going on. And basically what happens is they abandon you. They go worship these demons. And, you know, they kind of turn your back on you. And then you can go in there and just destroy all the demons. And then, you know, then they're all about you again. You're like, you know, I, I can't believe I can't <laughs> believe we didn't follow your ways. You know, we were so scared that we had to follow the ways of these demons. And they're, they're definitely a bunch of fickle little bastards aren't they They sure are they sure are <laughs> but it's commentary it's commentary on us you know as as a society i think you know what? It, <laughs> dude you know what it kind it of is it is no. then at the very end of the game uh you know he you go through each town he tells you what you did for them and how they developed and then even you know what they did after the fact and then like the very like it ends on kind of like a somber note because then at the very end of the game you know, you're, he, the angel says, let's go check in on them. And then you go in and they're not there. And then he says, you know, they don't pray to you anymore because, you know, you help them out so much. That they kind of, you know, now they can do things on your on their own and they're strong now. And yep. now they don't need to rely on you anymore. Yeah. And then and then the angel kind of asks the question is, you know, do we like that or or is that bad? And it's kind of like, you know, I mean, that's. What stuff, you know, that's kind of what people talk about today, you know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because so, yeah, that that's kind of this. Yeah, they get to the point where they they the people have advanced to a point technologically and and as a society where they feel like they no longer need uh, a, a a god or a deity, you know, anymore, and they can just kind of like go out on their own and do what they got to do. Right. Uh, and then it's just cool that it, the the game ends like just posing that question to you. Yeah, you know? I like that a lot. And then it zooms out like real far. <laughs> Yeah, right. it is a great ending, and I remember as a kid when I finished it, like the first time, just sitting there and being like, "Whoa, what the hell, the hell did I just play?" Yeah, <laughs> deep shit. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you know, I gotta say, I think, I think this game, like I said, is just way ahead of its time. It's, uh, it's not without its flaws. I, I certainly uh, don't mean to sound like I, I'm just praising it blindly because there's plenty of things about it that that don't work. Uh, right. especially now going back, you know, 20 years later and playing it. Um, but I think just overall, just really, really cool shit, man. One yeah. thing, one thing that I'll point out that drove me nuts kind of during playing through it for, for the game club was I, I totally forgot about like how annoying it is when you're trying to build the city and do the sim part. And like the little, the people just keep interrupting you like every two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I interrupt a lot. Yeah. And it's like. <laughs> And he's like, uh, Master, this this may be unexpected, but uh, the people have something they want to tell you. I'm like, yeah. uh, after like an hour or two, it's like not unexpected anymore at all, dude. Right. It's like, yeah. like they won't like, shut up. Yeah, like let's just cut the 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 pleasantries and let's just get to whatever it is they want. But at least they're always they're usually giving you goodies, so I didn't mind it too much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get a lot of good stuff out of them. Like I said, at the by the end, because I had maxed everything out. I mean, the the final gauntlet was just kind of like stupid exactly. for me almost i almost felt like guilty at playing it i felt like i was beating up on everyone a little too much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so uh 
So Randy, that's... Randy, you've been uh, you've been quiet over there. I've been I've been enjoying the conversation to be honest with you. I, <laughs> I, I don't feel like I have nearly as much to to say about the game as you two do. Like to be honest with you, I finished Fillmore and then I got to it's Bloodpool is the second mm-hmm. yeah. one, right? Yep. I, I can't get past the 2D part in Bloodpool. Like I just oh can't. really no uh-uh. the first the first act of it. Or the I can't. Second act? I can't beat the boss whoever the i guess it's the first boss the lion thing that we were talking about that jumps back and forth maybe or is it, or is it the guy that looks like dracula from castlevania the one who's like the no, dracula, i think it's like, the lion that it's jumps the lion back yeah the, the, the yeah, ca- I, I'm, I'm gonna be almost there in like five minutes at most that's you know? that's the one where um there's i think three platforms on each side mm-hmm. uh left and right and then if you stand on the middle platform on the right just on the edge and just stay there. He'll just get stuck in a loop. And every time he shoots a fireball at you, just jump over it, duck down. He'll jump above you. Just turn around, slash him a few times, and then rinse repeat. I like, I like that. You like that? Yeah, that, was, that, that was a good sound effect. Yeah. That was my sword sound effect. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I, I, I liked it. Yeah, you know what? I forgot about that trick, and, and I think that was one of the bosses I was I was uh, streaming uh, for for the the channel. And yeah, I, I think I died like. 15 times on that and then oh, really? yeah I, I, and then i remembered it and, and i remember as i figured it out uh, uh, a couple people in the room talking to them as i was playing it and, and figuring out that that little trick and hey. you know on one one hand i was glad to be done with it on the other hand i felt like i cheated a little bit but yeah <laughs> i mean i didn't I, enter any weird codes or anything it's just you no, know it was cheat. what it was you figured it out you figured out a fair thing to do a weakness yes yeah <laughs> it's true and you know what? another thing I like about the sim parts is, I guess you know they sped up how quickly things move in uh, in the U.S. version. I, I feel like maybe I like that because I like how fast everything goes. I like the pace of them. Yeah, I, I don't feel like they take a very long time. I yeah, like how you fight you know you're fighting the creatures while they're building, so you know there's almost like a tower defense type element to it you know yeah a little bit i mean you know what i, I guess we should probably point out also i mean we're calling no no but i was gonna say we're calling it a sim game and like i think the reason why they have to speed it up so much is because it's really not a deep sim game at all by any no. by any means i mean it's very 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 superficial like you're just kind of like telling them which way the road should go and right. they just build a town like however they want pretty much yeah. in the beginning they, they put their dunkin donuts in their in their right. uh, dairy queens wherever <laughs> they want them yeah they it's do. you don't you're not having the level of uh, of control and micromanaging <laughs> that you would have in like an actual sim game like sim city or or uh, or any other sort of like rts game where you're you know really saying like build this here and build that there it's very right. Very, it's very topical, and you're just kind of boom, you know. Um, the one thing that you can do later on in the game is in the beginning, like your towns, they'll build like kind of like mud hut looking buildings, and then as you help them by defeating monsters and, and everything as it progresses, they start building like nicer houses and bigger buildings and windmills and stuff like that. And the fun thing to do is to go back after you, one of you, the things you can do as God is you can create an earthquake, and what the earthquake will do is it will just level all the mud huts. So you can go back to like one of your early towns and just lay waste. Everything's just leveled except for the good stuff. And then they rebuild in those places nicer houses. 
Mm-hmm. So oh, then, that's pretty cool. I didn't know you yeah. could do that. Yeah, I'm so, waiting for them to like finish building their little town centers here to, to get my level up. So maybe I can have a little more health to go into the next yeah. right. boss. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah. if anybody's watching me as I'm just flying around in my little naked cherubim, that's why I'm doing that. If you don't have if you don't have the earthquake ability yet, you could even go back to Fillmore and you can use lightning to destroy. You'll just have to do them like one patch at a time. Right. And that's what I did in the beginning, too. I just kind of like it, it was like grinding. Like I just went back and I'm like, no, to do it. You know, just taking out all the old huts, letting them build up the new ones, and then, uh, yeah, it works out pretty good that way, actually. Because hmm. that'll get, yeah, the more, the new houses they build hold more people per right. space, right. Per, per space. So basically, yeah, that enables you to then get more people and then level up more. So you can, right. and you people f- are basically, the more people you have, they're like your experience points, basically. Right, exactly. So yeah. it's like the more people, the more you know more you'll gain your you know more experience interesting yeah, yeah so see, all these, all <laughs> randy's gonna keep playing when the when the episode's over <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna lay waste to my citizens take that you little bastards yeah, yeah. there's actually better homes uh, i came across a whole fact over the weekend on how to get the maximum number of people in the game mm-hmm. like People, I guess people are so into the sim portion of the game that they just figured out how to get as many, you know, there's, there can only be so many properties like per stage or something. So like your bridges actually take up room. So you need to like not build as many bridges and crap like that. So there's some secret depth there. Uh, hmm. It's, it's pretty cool. Like what, what people have, uh, you know, figured out with this game. Steve, uh, you want to see what our uh, go to our community corner? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we ha- we have some uh, familiar names here on the list, and uh, of course, we always appreciate any feedback we get from the community. Uh, it really helps us, uh, you know, give an extra little bit to the show. I mean, we could sit, I could sit here and talk about this game for another hour, really, but I, I, <laughs> I like to get some other opinions as well. Um, right. Dante said, I uh, played some Act Razor, but I don't really have much to say. There's some neat stuff in there. The city building is neat, even though the cities are filled with needy shitheads. I gave up in that second, maybe third, side-scroller part, the one with the shitty purple water. I forsake all my subjects. They are not worthy of my affection or protection. <laughs> that ain't right, man. <laughs> Those people need you, man. They need you. <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, that's that's cool. Uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for the uh, feedback there. Nate uh, wrote and said, uh, busted out the SNES tonight for some Act Razor. Pretty sure this is the first quintet game I played. I love the sim sections, but the action scenes are pretty rough. I always find myself taking a lot of extra damage due to the sluggish controls. There also seems to be some dubious enemy placement where it is really difficult to get by without taking damage. That being said, I love the music and overall sound design, and the game holds a lot of nostalgic value for me. It's not perfect, but it's hard not to make a perverse not to take a perverse enjoyment in raining down lightning on your whiny subjects. I also love the transition when you go down to fight monsters mode seven. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty I cool. Love that too. Speaking of sound design, I actually mentioned this when Steve was streaming it the first time. I, I actually had thought that this game came out after super Castlevania four, because there's a lot of sound effects that super Castlevania four uses from this game. Like the being hurt sound is the same thing that, that, uh, I can't, I, Simon, you know, Simon does that uh, sound when yeah. he gets hurt. It's mm-hmm. the same one as here. And, uh, you know, some of the other, like, sound elements of the game that sounded really familiar is that the scrolling text in this sounds mm-hmm. exactly like the scrolling text from the original Dragon Warrior. 
Mm, yeah. And even this music sounds very Super Castlevania 4-ish. I think a lot of it is just maybe more just the sound chip on the SNES and <laughs> no, maybe I mean, the like kind the, of... I mean, even actually the style of the music, you know, it's very oh, Super right. Castlevania 4-ish. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's Yuzo, man. <laughs> And last, and certainly not least, we have Phantom Spiker wrote, uh, I only played the first action part and the first world-building area. I thought it was okay. I wasn't a big fan of how the game controlled. However, felt kind of stiff. That's what she said. I also didn't like the fact that when you tried to build something, it would automatically move you all the way over the last to the last place you built something. Yeah, that is It, it does that for a reason, though. Yeah. Because that's the way you guide it. Like, you know, it doesn't have like, you know, when when you pick your area and the guys build to that spot and then it ends like that's where they are. So the next time you build, you're basically drawing your path. So he goes back to that spot because when you're guiding it to where you want to go, you're drawing the path that the guys are going to take to build from that location. I'm probably not doing a very good job. Of no, I know what you mean. Yeah. And, and, and something I didn't remember initially and I kind of remembered it as I was doing the first as I was doing Fillmore, the first area kind of came back to me was that you can actually select way far out ahead of where you're at and just tell them to build in that direction and they'll just go. Oh, okay. So Did I max out my population here? They don't seem to be coming back out and, and rebuilding anymore. If you go into the, if you go into the status um, screen under the, in, if you click the thing and you can go and look at the town status, it'll tell you where they're at. It'll say like normal or slow or max. Okay, well, mine says they slow. probably want them to go. Had, did you go lightning bolt the rock? They probably want you to go fight the boss. Lightning bolt the rock. Yeah, go lightning bolt the rock. Yeah, down down uh, off the bottom right, just below the town. There's a couple, just a couple rocks like in a field, and you do lightning on them, and that will. Uh... Yeah, they're they're probably waiting for the next like story event. Yeah, so go. Uh... There you go. Oh, there it is. Did you go down? Was that it? Did I pick the right spot? You, you lightninged it. Yeah, so you made the hole. You did that. You must have done that at some point. So go up to your ship and then go fight. Fight the monsters. You already lightninged it. It's already good. You didn't... Yeah. So from fight. here, I just say fight oh, I, I, monsters. I know what I meant to say. Before. I was trying to think of it when, when it was all quiet for a second. Um, I didn't know that the, the people... the You are the monsters. The people are the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> they are. I, I didn't know that. Huh. I guess like, the story of the game is there's no people because you know Satan's taken over and all he's made he just made demons and all the people are right. all their souls are trapped in the demons. So right. kind of makes sense when you know when you go into the action stages, the more people you kill, the more yeah, uh, yeah citizens that's... you get because you're freeing them. And if you notice on the sim parts, whenever you kill a monster, a little white ball yep. shoots from them and goes into the into the capital yep and that's their soul being free so Absolutely. they are they are the monsters the <laughs> john stelvern waited um <laughs> but uh, uh you know i wanted to finish spiker's thought too i we, we cut him off a little bit oh yeah go ahead. uh he, yeah, he really liked the music and it made him feel like a classy god that's good and he uh said that he felt like the poor controls could have been the fact that he was using the 360s d-pad so mm -hmm. we already uh, mentioned that yeah so uh, but no, that's cool. Yeah, I remember reading. I, I don't remember the, knowing the story as a kid as much, but yeah, like apparently you're coming back to the world after like you lost the war like a thousand years earlier or something like that against Satan. Right. And yeah, like he's done some some nasty shit to the place, and and you show up and you're like, oh, hey, buddy. 
Right. And uh, you come in and, and uh, kind of have to play cleanup. Right. Yeah, I think the story is awesome. I love it. Yeah, like I said, it's it's definitely uh, pretty deep stuff for, you know, when you're like a kid. And, and uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember any other game from back then that really uh, that had that kind of that, that impact on me as, as, as a story is. As this did well in the chat room, Dante just said it's no heavy rain. And... <laughs> Thank God. Sorry. <laughs> so that's well, it know... for our uh, community thoughts. But what were you going to say, Phil? I'm sorry, I cut you I was going to say I, I meant to add it into the uh, history section. Is I apparently there was a, m- a mobile version of this that came out at some point in time, which I'm sure is absolute garbage. But I just felt like. I should bring it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I read about that as well. Yeah, they said that they completely took the uh, they took the, all the Sim stuff out in the mobile. Oh, version. really? It was just oh, it was man. just a two D action game. Wow. So yeah, I I mean, if it was just that on its own, I, I don't know that it would even be worth playing. I, I've never played that version. It sounds horrible though, but uh, probably a wreck. Because I mean that all the story is told during the Sim parts. I mean that's right. that's where you kind of understand what's going on and where you form a connection with with the things that you're doing and without that I, I don't really understand. Yeah, I because mean, then you're even cuz then you're even kind of excited to get down into the action because you're like, "All right, I'm going in there to clean these guys out so these, you know, so the citizens can go go about their business." So yeah, even like you said you're disconnected from it. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Mobile version probably sucks. I, yeah, there was kind of like this little. Uh, I remember like one of the first cell phones I had with a color screen. I remember I bought uh, Castlevania for it, and it was like me too. <laughs> I, I must have spent like twenty dollars on the goddamn game. I don't even know. I think they were billing me monthly for the game just oh because I had God. it on my phone. Like it was uh, like during that weird time period before smartphones, but like they cell still phones. do it on. They still do it on regular phones, man. Do that. I see. I, yeah. I bought it outright. I paid the five bucks or whatever to play it unlimited. I, yeah, I thought I did too, but I guess I didn't. But yeah, like I noticed a, a line item on my I, a line item on my bill was like two ninety nine over like three months, and it was for Castlevania. I'm like, why are they? Pay- why am I paying for this over and over again? Oh. Um, but yeah, and it was it was terrible. It was a terrible, terrible port of, of uh, Castlevania, and so I'm sure this was probably around the same time that they that they created this travesty. Yeah, um, and it was probably just to get a quick buck on on uh, people's nostalgia. I mean, that's why I bought the Castlevania game. It was just yeah, I bought Mega Man two for my cell phone, and that is oh my a, god, a, a night like. It, like I don't even know how you can release that pile of shit. I mean, so bad, <laughs> so bad. And I spent like six dollars on that piece of shit. I mean, you say say what you want, but it kind of you know makes you want to give Steve Jobs a big hug for, for yeah, where yeah. for cell phone gaming is now compared to where it was you know six seven yeah. years ago. I think yeah. it has more to do with the developers that are making things for the cell phones and less for the the platform that they appear on. Oh, well, that that's a no, uh, that's a podcast unto itself, right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's obviously a much more powerful piece of hardware to work on than these old piece of shit, you know, cell phones and old mobile games. Ugh, so bad. <laughs> Running the Unreal tournament or the Unreal Engine now. I know it's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. I'll, I'll never know. I'll never. I'll never have a cool iPhone. Ah, uh, <laughs> stop it. You, you will. Or go, go out and get yourself an Android phone, and you know you're gonna have a good time on there as well. Yeah. Everyone's I, having fun now. It's it's all about. It's a brave new world. I would like to just get like an i iPod Touch just so I can play some uh, some iOS games. Oh, they're selling them at. You can get them at GameStop now for. You can buy a used one at GameStop for like nothing. Really? Yeah. Uh, maybe I will. Yeah, I was yeah. in there the other day. They had like iPads and all kinds of stuff all piled uh, up. 
I was like, cool. What? I was like, what the, what the? I was waiting oh. for someone in like a blue polo shirt to come over and ask me if they could help me. <laughs> a genius? You're yeah. waiting for a genius? Yeah. yeah, there were no geniuses working there that day. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> uh, Nate told me I'm not missing much. I, I, he, you're probably right, but like I'd like to play stuff like uh, Sword and Sorcery and stuff like that. You know, a couple things I'd like to try. I'm, but I'm very happy with just like, you know, the DS for my portable for my toilet gaming needs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess that's about our about it for our, our thoughts for Actraiser, right? Yeah, any, anything else, Randy? Any final thoughts? No, I'm, I'm all wrapped up, man. Uh, I guess our next show is officially going to be our Christmas show, or holiday show, I should say. Yeah, it'll be after Christmas. Yeah, it's going to fall so, kind of in the middle, right? Yeah, it'll be the middle of Christmas and New Year's. So it's like this extra little holiday. <laughs> I might not be able to do that one, to be honest with you. Oh, snap. Yeah, I th- I'm going on you like a away? mini vacation at that time. Uh, so we- maybe we'll have to bring in an, a guest. Uh, hey, I, I beat that guy. I might have to bring in a guest, uh, a guest nice. on the show. All nice. right, yeah. We'll, 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 yeah think we'll, 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 we'll talk about it, figure it out. You can um, get, uh, I guess you can get out of the next one then. You can get out of the... <laughs> <laughs> Although you could you could certainly submit some community thoughts as well and would, yes would work out fine. <laughs> so um, we're talking now, about doing. Uh, oh, what were you going to say, Randy? Oh, I was going to say it's Steve's choice for the next one, right? Yes, it is. Yep. Yes, yes. And uh, the games I've chosen um, are rather timely in that they are both currently available as part of the Humble Bundle Four, which I guess just a couple days ago uh, came out. Um, we're going to do either. Cave Story Plus or Jamestown. So that's going to be the uh, up for vote. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be Cave Story Plus. I mean, if you're going to play it on Wii, DS, or the free version from years ago on PC, you know, any Cave Story is fine. Doesn't yeah, have to be yeah that's fine. I mean, I just... Uh, no, I know. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I figure uh, I, it's definitely worth the money to get that Humble Bundle if you don't already have those games. And I think there's a bunch of uh, – what, what else is on there? Super Meat Boy, uh, Bit Trip Runner, um, Night Sky HD. Is that what it's called? Yeah. There's I a, bought it. There's quite a few games on this one, and it's a good one. I bought it just for Jamestown. Uh, I've been waiting for Jamestown to, to be kind of cheap. And then the fact that I was able to get Jamestown and, like, a bunch of other games for, like, almost nothing. Mm-hmm was pretty awesome and i kind of want to play shank that was part of it as well um yeah it's a pretty awesome bundle i've never for some reason i never actually bought any of the humble indie bundles but like i heard this one i bought it immediately so yes so um yeah one of those two games um like i said definitely recommend you buy the humble bundle it's nice good for charity Mm -hmm. it's always a good way to go when buying your indie games because you get a great deal and and you can however you want to split up the proceeds to go to the developers or to the charity it's up to you but uh i think you have to pay a little more than the average if you want to get cave story i think the yeah. a- the average right now is like four or five bucks and you got to pay more than that to in order to get cave story unless yeah. you so you know whatever but and you get something else too you get some kind of beta or something like that for another game I yeah forget. yeah but yeah i did i i did over the average so i could get cave story even though i already have it but, uh, so yes, please uh, head over to eldergeek.com uh, after listening to this or while you're listening to this or however you want to do it. Uh, click on the link for um, the game club and vote. Pick the game you want to play. Pick the game you want to hear about on the next episode. Well, well, I'm excited to play. I've played just a little bit of each one of these games, and I, mm-hmm. I'd be super happy to play either one of them, really. 
Cool. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'll, I've already played. I've just played Cave Story like a year and a half ago or something like that. But uh, you know, I'd be happy to play it again. And I, I will say that my vote is going to Jamestown. It's pretty goddamn awesome. So. I have not seen nor played Jamestown. I, I'm pretty interested in it, actually. It's a shooter. Yeah. No, no. That's oh, what, that's we, what I, we actually did a review for it. I remember now. Oh, really? I remember, yeah. I didn't do it. Uh, Jesse did the review for it. He really liked it. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I vague, you know what? I vaguely remember I, I remember reading the review um, before we were doing the podcast with you guys and everything. Uh, I remember reading the review on uh, Jamestown, thinking it sounded <laughs> pretty awesome. I'm being I think called. he reviewed it on the DS, actually. No, there's uh, uh, there's no DS version of James of James. No, Town. nah. Hmm. Uh, there is for Cave Story. Here, you, you know what game I'm gonna be playing next for uh for review? What's that? Burger Time World. Oh, I'm sure that was atrocious. <laughs> oh, really? I, I was I used to love Burger Time when I was younger. <laughs> what is it? Why is it like the is it like the MMO version of Burger Time? I don't know if it's MMO or if it's uh, if it's just, <laughs> just multiplayer, but uh, kind of psyched. I just love you and, you and thousands of other uh, eager burger makers get together and work <laughs> together, like forty man raid bosses and stuff, where you got to like make like a huge burger. I don't know. You got to make like a super burger to destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> I see. There is a uh, a Mario Kart review that just popped up on Elder Geek. Yep. From yep, Trevor. Trevor just, Trevor just did that one. He, he loves himself. DS kick. Yeah. I think it's because they're cheap and because his PC kind of sucks. And there's really not too many other, like, good... Uh, there's not too many good uh, console games coming out anymore for the rest of the year, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. we're pretty capped out. I, I think I think the, uh, the load has been blown, so to speak. I, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> the proverbial load is, has been blown all over Best Buy. <laughs> he loved cart mario kart 7 is arguably the best cart it expertly utilizes all the 3ds features in a way that no other title has yet to accomplish with a ton of races and a robust online system it's a 3ds title that will keep you busy for years to come loved it five out of five wow yeah there you go read the full review Elder Geek. Yeah, absolutely. And and while we're on that topic, I mean, definitely one thing. Uh, you know, I, I I hate to sound begging or overly needy. You know, I'm 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 not Please. really. You know, I, I'm an easygoing guy. I'm not particularly complex or anything. But like, what we could really use from from the people listening to the podcast, because I see the numbers of, of who download them, and it's it's pretty. You know, I'm, I, I've been pretty happy with everything, but what we could really use is some ratings on iTunes. And if you could take like a few minutes and just write a little review and say, hey, you know what? Uh, these guys are pretty sweet. These guys are all right. They're not, you know, a complete <laughs> bunch of idiots, but, uh, you know, maybe you should listen to them because, you know, we, 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 want, we want to grow the audience. We want to get more people listening, more people uh, contributing and playing along. Um so the best way to do that really is just to kind of get it out there and, and we could really use your help because I can only give us five stars so many times with my iTunes account before they know <laughs> that I'm, they know that I'm, I'm trying to do it again. So, uh, yeah. By the way, Randy, I'm watching you fight the, this uh, lion boss and this is exactly how I fought him. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel, I feel like I'm cheating or something. No, other than Steve's method, this is probably like the best. You can't catch him. He just jumps all over the place. So you've officially seen me get further than I ever have before with this game. I I feel like I'm progressing. 
awesome. Maybe you're, maybe you'll really get into. It. Probably not. You're gonna be going to like act. Stop rate. playing. Stop playing Batman for a minute. But <laughs> by the time by the time you know what, man, you're gonna be like going to Act Razor Con next year and stuff. You're gonna be like way into it. <laughs> act At Magfest, he's gonna be dressed up as the uh, as the uh, statue guy. <laughs> the, when they're, when they're, they're playing angel. on stage, I'm gonna be like, play Act Razor. <laughs> so yes. Uh, Please uh, take some time. Go over to facebook.com slash eldergeek.com, twitter.com slash eldergeek.com, youtube.com slash eldergeek.com, and twitch.tv slash eldergeek.com. Uh, Somebody.com. God damn it. Why couldn't you have just gotten slash eldergeek? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, go to eldergeek. All the buttons are in the top yes. right. Or Yes, yes. Very easily go to eldergeek.com and just check out that little social area up there and, and head over to all the great content, reviews, articles, Guys are streaming games all the time on the Twitch TV channel. A lot of great stuff going on on uh, Facebook and Twitter. So please uh, get involved. Come on out. It's a great community. Yeah. Sure is. So, I, uh, uh, I saw a oh. glimpse of uh, Elder Geek 3.0. It looks oh, awesome. yeah. Yeah. Very cool. We're going to be showing that off hopefully at uh, MAGFest. Cool. Very yeah. cool. Very good. Very good. Are you going to you know, have it set up like on a laptop or something? How are you going to... Um, the hope for now is to have it set up on a laptop and then have like a touch screen monitor for people to be able to come up and check. Uh. We're going to have a couple of like articles and videos preloaded so that they can, you know, so we'll just have it run locally off of something. Very so cool. They'll get the experience, but they won't actually be on the site. Cool. Yeah. You know, I, and- I, I had something I wanted to bring up too. maybe sometime. Obviously, we're not going to get it done before the end of the year or be able to do this, but, um, I was thinking maybe we could, uh, the three of us get together and maybe we could get Frank or Jim or, you know, one of the other guys to, to come over, uh, my place sometime and we could do like a little bit of a live, uh, stream thing. Um, I got, I haven't even taken it out of the box yet. It's still sealed. I got Metal Gear Solid Risk, the board game mm. that came out, uh, last month. And uh, I thought it might be kind of fun sometime if we tried to do a little thing where we get together and, and play the game and, and played some Metal Gear. Yeah, we do kind of like, you know, like every all the kids now, they're streaming the video games. We're going to yeah, we're, we're going to stream the board game. We're going to stream us playing a board game at my kitchen table. I thought that would be kind of a, a, a neat thing to try sometime and maybe like on a Saturday night or something sometime metal yeah. gear metal gear yeah. uh. we'll, we'll have a little uh little revengeance going on yeah. <laughs> Quentin fling gonna be there but yeah it's risk <laughs> it's risk but it's got like this whole crazy like card game built into it and like a bunch of extra metal gear goodness cool uh, man i'd be down with that so maybe that's something we can talk about for a future uh, game club just uh even if it's not an official episode just something something fun to do cool i'd be down with that man and and I will hopefully finally have a Zelda review for Elder Geek uh, soon. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I plan on doing it this weekend. I plan on uh, editing it and getting all the footage for it. I written the review is written. I have completed the game, and hopefully I'll have that soon. I'm sure by this point no one gives a crap because it's old. But <laughs> <laughs> you'd be surprised, man. You'd be surprised. I I am. I'm not I'm not saying this to belittle our audience because I, I, I think the world of them, but a lot of gamers out there just watch video reviews to justify their purchase. <laughs> well, that is true. That is yeah. also true. And, they, you know, and I watched a lot. I, I watched a lot of other Zelda re, uh, video reviews and, you know, I don't want to hit points that are already made. So, you know, maybe 
maybe you would like to maybe someone that has played through it would enjoy just you know and the review just because maybe it's a, a slightly different take on it so Word. we'll see we'll see all right then that, that about does it for this episode of the game club um thank you guys very much for coming out to the chat room and hanging out with us while I, while we live stream and thank you to everybody who subscribes and downloads the podcast or listens to it through the website we really appreciate your support and hope you enjoy it um for myself steve we got phil here and randy guys yep. thank you very much thank Fair you be well have a good night everybody see you next yep. time bye and a good christmas and holidays, yeah. whatever yeah. else. <laughs> yes. And whatever else we come across between now and then.